Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Friday morning. Hard to believe that a uh, week from today is Black Friday. That does not seem possible. Uh, my wife and I were talking last night. It just seems like, uh, I mean, really, just, it just literally feels like Thanksgiving to Christmas was just here. I don't know. It's just uh, it's the oddest thing. You know, uh, when I was younger, it seemed like... Uh, uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving took forever to uh, to get here, and birthdays take forever to get here, and then uh, it's like it's here before you realize it. I, I just I don't know what what the deal is. Why time seems to be speeding up faster than when it was when I was a kid? But uh, of course, there's, there's some people theorize that uh, your metabolism was so fast that time seems to uh, go by more slowly. I don't know, but uh, the fact of the matter is, it just uh, it's hard to uh, uh, make sure that. We are uh, uh, trying to, what am I trying to say this morning? I don't know. I'm distracted by trying to get this camera focused in. Sorry. <laughs> I forgot what I was trying to say. Good morning, Ms. Mousy. But, uh, but anyway, uh, just hard to believe. But, uh, and then uh, Christmas is going to be on us before we know it. It just uh, don't seem possible at all. But, uh, but anyway, I hope everybody's doing well today and having a good day, a fantabulous day today. And uh, pray that the Lord will bless you mightily in all of today's endeavors. And uh, let's just use this day to glorify the Lord. Let's not worry about tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. Let's just worry about today and let's just use it to, to glorify and serve him mightily. And uh, I think if we can do that, we'll be far better off and be glad that you did. So let's go ahead and dive into God's word this morning. We're going to look at Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. So if you have your Bibles handy, please get those Bibles out, highlight them, underline them, so you can go back and reflect on, memorize, and understand these to encourage you uh, in uh, when you're going through trials and tribulations. That's why we have these Bibles. It's great to have our electronic devices, but I cannot encourage enough to use those Bibles. We've got to have that and, uh, and use it. So let's go ahead and bring that up here. Let me get my uh, program situated here. Okay, here we go. It says, uh, uh, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So I think that's the, the emphasis of today is, uh, is seeking God. All right. So, you know, what we are seeing here in these verses, uh, there's several ways to uh, make this applicable uh, to our lives. Now, again, let's keep in mind that the Bible is not open to interpretation. I've had this uh, debate with many people before. Now, the Holy Spirit can uh, illuminate you and reveal things to you maybe you didn't think about before in these passages that we read each day, but that doesn't negate the fact that there is only two ways to interpret the Bible, how it applied to the original audience and how it applied today. And uh, the difference between exegesis and eisegesis and the fact one way is how what you're trying to force to come out of that and what it actually is trying to say. So that's why we need to be very careful that there's a lot of people out there who are under the uh, uh, misunderstanding uh, that it's just that the God's words of interpretation is however you want to take it. That is not how it works. I just like saying, okay, I got a... Uh, a uh, bought some furniture from uh, uh, Zach's down the road here, and uh, it's in a million pieces. And I just tossed the, look at the instructions and say, well, it's whatever, however I want to do it. I ain't going to uh, follow it word by word. It's just however I want to do it. When you get done, you're going to have pieces left over. It's not going to be worth sitting on or be usable, if whatever it may be, because then it, you didn't put it together right, and it's going to fall apart. 
Well, I say that is God's words. This is our basic instructions before leaving earth, an acronym for the word Bible. And so we have to make sure that we're interpreting it in its proper form or just like that piece of furniture you try to do with, uh, without properly following the instructions, it's going to fall apart. Your life's going to fall apart. That's why we have to make sure that uh, we are following God's word as it is written. We are take it literal unless it's allegorical or, or something of that matter. Uh, uh, effect, uh, make sure that we're taking it in its literal interpretation. So we see here, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. So first of all, uh, faith is not something we conjure up on our own. It is only uh, a gift from God uh, that allows us to have faith uh, so that we can, in, in fact, worship and understand the things of God. And uh, that's what faith is what separates us from those who are in the world. It is faith that helps us to endure, helps us to persevere. It's our faith in God to know that he is real, that he is true, and that he is loving and that uh, the God's word is truth. You know, just today, you know, it, it's hard for me not to want to respond, but it's just, uh, I've had to learn the hard way. It's like beating a dead horse and, and responding to some of the uh, ignorance uh, that is spewed on social media. Uh, in, uh, what I'm referring to is there was an article come out today that uh, they think that they have found uh, Noah's Ark uh, in Turkey. And uh, it has always been speculated that that is where uh, uh, his that the Ark actually uh, uh, was at when the floods receded and uh, of course because of government and laws they wouldn't allow anyone to uh, go there and to do any archaeological studies but uh, anyway this article is I think it's short of satellite view that they may have actually found it and see it and of course there's always those on there uh, who want to put down God's word they, they think it's funny to mock uh, God in the Bible uh, to say that it's impossible that there's that many animals could have uh, been on there and that there would be no way to store that much food and so on and so forth. And it's odd that this article come up today because a friend of mine, um, a good friend of mine, uh, he had messaged me last night and, and, and he was watching a episode. I don't know what he, what channel it was on. Uh, I forget now. I'd have to go back and read what he had. But anyway, it was actually a, a, a show about Noah's Ark. And uh, he was asking me, he said, do you think that it was actually full-grown uh, animals that were on the ark? Do you think they might have been uh, like younglings, or uh, you know, if that's the case, how did and did they did did were they provided for? And uh, and he and I both agreed on the fact that God works in mir miraculous ways, and uh, whether they were adult or uh, whether they were younglings, it doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is, God sent them two by two to the ark. You know, I was what somebody was mocking the Bible, so well, I had a world to know go all over the world. You know, hey, God sent them there, and so we can't, you know, I think some people, it's amazing, you know, even Thomas Jefferson wanted to negate the supernatural. He was a deist, and he actually took a penknife and cut out anything that dealt with the supernatural. The fact of the matter is, God supernaturally intervened. He had these animals to go on this ark, and I think, just like a friend of mine was, I was talking about, that God may have either suppressed her appetite or he found some way to sustain them. Who knows, you know, what uh, glorious ways the Lord may have worked in order for this to come about, in order to preserve life in the way that God ordained it. And, uh, you know, the fact of the matter is the flood, you know, people want to discount the flood of the Bible, but the flood is recognized throughout history in different cultures talking about the flood. But the fact of the matter is there are so many people out there who want to negate uh, God. They want to disprove God. They want to put their faith in science. Uh, in fact, last night I had posted a um, 
And I get a little thing on my phone each day talking about facts of the day. And it's kind of interesting. They have different little things that I didn't realize, like how a cockroach could hold its breath for 40 minutes and things like that. You know, so I share it. Well, last night it popped up and said, 50 million years ago, there was uh, in... in uh, uh, the, the North Pole was actually like Florida and it had alligators, was tropical. Well, you know, I'm a, I believe in young earth. I believe that the earth is probably between six to 10,000 years old. And of course, people like, you can go on YouTube, see how Matt Damon and actors like that will, uh, are mocking, making fun that the earth is, is a young earth because I do believe in a literal six day creation. Uh, sadly, there are uh, those Christians out there who actually are, uh, uh, who believe in uh, the theistic evolution. In other words, that they believe that God set things in motion and then it, it evolved from there. I don't believe that. I believe in a literal six-day creation. We can see that in how, uh, in the, the, if we look into the uh, transcripts of how the Bible was originally written, uh, that uh, uh, there's a little, I forgot what the Hebrew uh, lettering is, but anyway, it, it shows that that's talking about a uh, 24-hour day. And uh, so I do believe in the young earth. I don't believe the earth is 50 million years old. And there's no way for them to, all it is is theory. There's no way to, to use what we have today to predate the earth at, at that kind of level. Uh, I don't care what they try to use. But um, so, of course, I'll be made fun of and mocked for having that kind of conviction and belief in, the, in God's word. But, you know, but so that people want to mock that. They have belief in science. See, they, they say that you have these that are non-believers who say they're atheists, but they're putting their faith in science. The fact of the matter is we have faith. We know that God's word is true. We know that it is truth. Truth is not relative because you don't want to believe in that truth. We know that God is real. How do we know that? Because of our faith, and our faith comes from God. Again, it's not something we conjure on our own. It is something that comes from God above. It helps us to believe, helps us to understand, and helps us to uh, uh, to, to endure uh, the persecution and the trials of our lives because of that enduring sweet faith that only comes from God. But it says in here, but, uh, and because it says, but without faith is impossible to please him. Now remember, uh, Hebrews 11 is also known as the faith chapter, and I encourage you to go back and read that chapter. It will take you just a few minutes to read that. It's not very long. And uh, so uh, we see here that without faith, it's impossible to please him. It's impossible to, to honor God. It's, under, it's impossible to come to the presence of God. It's impossible uh, to do things that, uh, that, that warrant his worship without faith. And that's why we, and we, in order to please God, in order to do what is right, we have to have that faith in God. So it says, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So not only uh, is, is it um, impossible to please God without faith, uh, without, uh, we, you know, there's no man who seeks after God. You know, again, this is the the the, the focus uh, of uh, I guess the the verse and discussion this morning is seeking after God. You know, you have seeker sensitive churches like Rick Warren and and a lot of these uh, mega churches are what is known as seeker sensitive. They're trying to appeal to the world. I think they appeal to those in the world that uh, that will draw them into the church. But the fact of the matter is, nobody seeks after God. Nobody uh, is is going to do that unless God touches their hearts and souls. So by watering down the gospel to appease the world in order to get a fanny in the seat is doing a disservice. It's heretical. It is wrong what they're trying to do. They're more about entertainment than instilling and teaching and, 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 and bringing conviction and making people understand that they're in need of a Savior. So it is only those who are, have been called, it's only the elect, those who uh, that Jesus Christ has touched our hearts and minds, illuminated, opened their eyes, that we will have that faith and that we will seek after God. We want the things of God. We want to do things that please God. We want to, to serve Him mightily. That should be the forefront in a 
thought of our minds each and every day. How can I please God? How can I seek after God? How can I be more like God? And if you're like me, it's so uh, disappointing and you feel so bad when you sin and mess up because you're like, ah, oh, I hurt you again, God. How can you keep forgiving me? You know, I screw up constantly and, and it's, it's so easy to beat yourself up. But the fact of the matter is we know that we're forgiven. God understands we are fallen creatures. We are imperfect, and so we got to pick ourselves back up when we get knocked down. And kind of like an old song by Chumbawamba, when you get knocked down, <laughs> pick yourself back up again. Uh, but uh, it's, that's just it. We can't lay in the mud and feel sorry for ourselves. We got to pick ourselves up and continue the fight. That's why the full armor of God is only in the front. You never notice there's nothing described in the whole armor of God in the back because there's no room for retreat. It's constantly advancing and pushing forward, seeking after the things of God. And it says that He is a rewarder of this that diligently seek him. So one day our reward will be great because we get to spend all of eternity in heaven with Jesus Christ. We, we will be rewarded with mansions. We'll be rewarded with crowns of righteousness. We'll be rewarded to be joint heirs to the throne. We are princes and princesses uh, to the heirs to the throne of Jesus Christ. So that's a wonderful thing that not only does God send his only son to save us, he said he raised again on the third day that he for, continues to forgive us. He continues to love and endure us. He gives us strength in the midst of persecution and trials, but he still rewards us uh, in heaven. He owes us nothing. God owes us nothing. Yet he still continues to show grace and mercy and rewards us uh, for being faithful to him. So, you know, sometimes we may question our faith. And uh, you know, sometimes you may question, when am I really a Christian? Because if I was really a Christian, would I keep messing up? Would I keep doing these things? But, again, if you wasn't saved, you wouldn't question it. You'd be like, whatever, and just go right out into the world and keep living like you were before. But the fact that you're concerned shows that you have a conviction of heart. And so, you know, so let's cling to that faith that only comes from God above. Let's diligently seek him each and every day. Let's diligently serve him each and every day. Let's ask, Lord, how can I uh, be a better Christian? How can I use this day to serve you? Point me in the right direction. Send me into the right people to, uh, to, to minister to, to talk to, and uh, give me strength in the midst of those trials. And uh, good morning, Corey. And uh, so praise God for that, to his enduring strength, his enduring love, his enduring grace, and his forgiveness. Praise God for that, that we get to cling to that hope. We get to cling to that his love each and every day. So let our faith be strong. You know, sometimes it's, it's easy to feel beat down in this world. It seems like uh, we live in a world of perversion and evil and anything goes. And if you're a Christian, you're the bad guy. You're the judgmental bad guy. And uh, uh, sometimes it's hard to keep the faith and do what is right. But let us preach the truth and love. Let us stand true on the foundation and the truth of God's gospel. And let us do what is right in God's eyes. No matter how culture and society may change, God's word never changes. It always stays the same. Let us keep that faith. You know, sometimes, it, it, you know, I think one reason why that God is a rewarder who diligently seek him because we continue to have faith because we here we haven't seen him and we can't physically touch him but yet we can we have that faith that only comes from God that we know he's real we know God lives because he lives in my heart that's how we know and for those who are not saved they can't understand that but uh, that's like daddy Thomas he wanted to come and touch the scars and and in Christ's hands and in his side and Jesus said blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe that is faith and that's why we must diligently seek him each and every day let us have a word of prayer Therefore, Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. Lord, thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, thank you for giving us the faith. Uh, Lord, you're always so good to us, and you love us and reward us, and we're so undeserving. And uh, Lord, let us be slaves to you. 
Let us worship you. Let us serve you well each and every day. No matter how the old devil may attack and how many times we may trip and fall, let us cling to your mercies and continue to fight and serve you. Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose in the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, please be with our teachers, parents, students, and uh, bus drivers. Lord, let them get to school and back safely without any problems or complications. Lord, please protect our schools and our children. Lord, be with our first responders, our police officers. Lord, please let them know that they are loved, needed, and appreciated, Lord. And be with uh, our, um, our, our active military. Be with our president. Uh, give him wisdom, knowledge, discernment. Let him seek you. Whether you, whether people who are watching this like our president or not, it's not about that. We need to pray for our nation's leaders. Protect our president. Protect his family. And Lord, be with this nation and let it touch. Let you. We pray that you will touch hearts and minds like never before, and that they will turn to you before it's too late. And Lord, be with all the prayer requests and prayer concerns that are lifted up daily on social media and at the church. And Lord, uh, you know the hearts and minds of each and every person. And I pray that your will be done in every way. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I appreciate each and one of you all for watching this morning. It's always a, a blessing to get to do these. I hope everybody has a great weekend and a blessed weekend. And uh, if you don't attend church anywhere, I, I ask you to come out and join us at Fat Life Bible Church at 118 Julie Lane, Johnson City. And uh, we'd love to have you. This Sunday is our Founders Day. And it's hard to believe it's been, gosh, I see, uh, what, uh, 34 years now. Uh, it is... Uh, our church was founded back in 85, so I hope my math is correct because I stink at math. But uh, it's hard to believe. Uh, you know, I, I still remember when our church started at the storefront uh, there in Boone's Creek. And uh, the Lord has done mighty and great things. And it's just, uh, it's awesome to know that, uh, uh, you know, they promoted me to head pastor. And it's bittersweet because uh, my dad's wanted to retire. And it's hard because uh, my, my dad's a great man. I know I'm a little biased. And uh, love him dearly and uh, have big shoes to fill. But, hey, I'm just going to do what the Lord leads and uh, praise God for Fat My Life. And Lord will continue to use it to evangelize and go to the highways and byways to minister. And that we'll always show the love of God. And it will always be a beacon of light for those in the community and in the world that they know that know if, if that they're all is welcome there. No matter where you're at in your life, all is welcome there. But uh, but if you don't, if you have a home church, be sure and go and attend uh, Sunday. But if you don't or just want to come visit, come out and join us. We'd love to have you. But uh, if you want to share these videos and you got family and friends you think might benefit from these, they can always find me at Dr. Young 77 on Facebook. Or they can go to my podcast upload all my devotions and um, sermons on both on my Apple podcast, which is free. You can listen as you're going out there today, or yeah, they can watch on YouTube, Dr. Matthias Young on YouTube, and uh, watch the video there as well if they don't do Facebook. So anyway, I hope everybody has a great day, a fantastic day, a blessed weekend, and remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.